Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, you beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of James in the AM brought to you by Sky High Rock Bottom. This is your host, James Epishan, and today we're going to be talking about 75 Hard, a challenge I have started about two weeks ago. This is my two-week check-in. I'm going to be doing a check-in again on the four weeks, six weeks, and at the end, uh, giving you an overall consensus of if I think you should do it or not. What are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? And yeah, today we're just going to be doing a quick and dirty episode, basically going the, over the daily rules, the resources I'm using to stay healthy from supplements to equipment, uh, what I think about every single rule. Is this a sustainable challenge so far? And what's the reality of it going forward? My predictions on what how I'm going to be able to do, if I'm going to be able to complete it. complete it. Because if I even fail one rule on one day, you have to restart. Those are the rules. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you enjoy it, if you gain something from it, throw a follow, throw a subscribe, and throw a big fat five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if not, let me change your mind on the next episode. Hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy the episode. See you on the other side. What up? Good to see you back. I know you just saw me two seconds ago, but just for information, I do record those intros post-recording because when I get in the flow and I want to start talking about this, I kind of just hit record and start talking, and then later I record the intro-outro type of thing. Uh, But yeah, I hope y'all are having a wonderful day, and thank you so much for joining me. We're going to be talking about the daily rules first, about the 75 Hard Challenge. It's both a fitness and a mental challenge. I think it's more of a mental challenge because every single day you have to wake up and complete these tasks, these seven tasks. Um, They're called rules because if you don't follow one of them in a day, you have to restart the whole challenge from day one. You could be day 74, day 73, almost done with it. If you don't complete one of the rules, one of the tasks, you have to restart, which is tough. It kind of puts some pressure on you and it makes me want to continue going because I don't want to restart because it is more of a, it is, it is a hard challenge, hence the 75 hard name. So yeah, let's start with the daily rules. And after that, I'm going to go into the resources and supplements and equipment that I use to stay healthy during the process. But first, the seven rules, I'm going to start with number one. Number one, two 45-minute workouts. Uh, one, number two, one workout must be outdoors. Number three, you have to follow a diet. Number four, you can't have any alcohol or cheat meals. Number five, you have to drink one gallon of water a day. Number six, you have to read 10 pages. And number seven, you have to take a progress pick. Every single one of these has to happen daily. If you want to go over that again, that is on my Instagram at Sky High Rock Bottom. I posted a little infographic on what the rules are. But yeah, sounds simple, right? Two workouts, drink a gallon of water, make sure you take a progress pick, you know, read 10 pages a day, follow diet and no cheat meals. I said that faster and it sounds easier. But once you start like contemplating it and actually starting to do it, Man, is it hard. Just try it like just try drinking a gallon of water on your own. Just as if you want to just follow one of the rules, try drinking a gallon of water a day. Bruh, I thought I was going to have a I'm going to fly through it like with that one, but that one's been one of the hardest ones cuz if you don't start early, <laughs> it gets really hard to catch up on your water because you can only drink so much at one point without feeling sick or without needing to go pee freaking 10 times a day because if you guys listen to earlier episodes i have a small bladder and i work on an ambulance so that's tough okay i'm running into hospitals picking up patients and instead i'm I'm (laughs) doing restroom breaks being like hold up and the patient's waiting outside while i'm taking a piss it's not helpful for anyone uh uh so yeah that's sorry tangent i do that a lot so uh stick with me but um 
yeah, let's start with number one, two 45-minute workouts. The 45-minute workouts are um, not hard to do. You can, right now, all gyms are basically outdoors anyway, so it's easier to get an outdoor workout, which is number two. But first one, two 45-minute workouts, you have to just, you have to plan out your day. You have to wake up earlier, most likely, to get your first one done. And if you're not doing the second one midday, you have to finish your day with the workout. I think it's one of the easier ones because, you know, it's it's fitness, right? Like it's it's a fitness challenge. So you're expecting to have to work out at least once a day, if not two times a day. What you can do is split up your two workouts back to back. Every once in a while, I'll do that if I have a if I have, you know, a time crunch. Like if I'm going to work for the whole end of the day, I can't be doing a workout after work because then I'm either dead and don't want to do anything, want to go to bed or it's past midnight, which is already a, the new day, starting the new day. So, you know, you, you can do them back to back. For example, I'll go to the gym, I'll do a chest workout for 45 minutes, and then I'll go play basketball for 45 minutes, which is a total of two workouts. One of them was outdoors. One of them was indoors. Done. Number two, one workout must be outdoors. This one's easier. Like I said, the gyms are open outdoors. I can just pull a bench outside of the tent and just bring my weights with me do a solid chest workout outside. Number three, follow a diet. So this is where the challenge becomes malleable because there's the one of some of the reasons people don't like this challenge is because you, they don't give you any like strict rule, like strict, strict, um, diet plans and workout plans and what exactly you can eat and cannot eat. This is where it becomes up to you. And that's actually part of the challenge. The guy, Andy Friselli, I think his name is who created the challenge. Uh, talks a lot about this, where you need to be part of the part of the challenge. Being a mental challenge is finding out, you know, re, getting resources, reading up on things, um, you know, increasing your knowledge on nutrition and fitness in order to be able to uh, work out every single day without injuring yourself or eating, uh, following a diet, which means you have to do some research and uh, go on your computer and find out a diet that you want to follow. It's part of it, right? For me personally, uh, rule number three, follow a diet has been no sweets uh, because we are, it is currently Lent and uh, for Lent, I gave up sweets because if you guys listened to my last podcast uh, about sweets and addiction, I'm addicted to sugary stuff and uh, it's actually a problem. If you're wondering on how much of a problem it is, make sure you go listen to that one. It's rough. Okay. But uh, yeah, follow diet, no sweets, um, no excessive um, dips and additives to all my food from ranch to mayonnaise to peanut butter, Nutella, any of that crap, which is like just a bunch of extra stuff that adds calories, fat, and sugar to all of my foods. Uh, no excessiveness of that. If I get wings, which, you know, I'm trying to bulk up a little bit, uh, get some muscle on. Wings aren't a bad food. They have a lot of calories and protein. Um, so you can eat wings. For example, in my diet, I can eat wings, but dipping it in like three sides of ranch is just, it's unnecessary and it makes wings less enjoyable, but at least I can eat some wings. You just can't have as much ranch. I'll dip it every once in a while. I'll do usually like 25% of the ranch that I usually eat. That's just a personal example that I use in my daily life and my diet. But yeah, that's number three. Number four, no alcohol or cheat meals. This one's not too hard for me. I do not drink alcohol and cheat meals for me are sweets and I can't eat sweets as part of my diet. That one's a easy checkoff daily. Number five, drink one gallon of water. Um, this one I thought was going to be easy, like I talked about, but it became harder if you don't start early. Uh, you just have to start early. That's the, that's the best tip I can give. Start drinking the gallon of water right when you wake up. Have it filled up before you go to bed, and you'll be fine. Uh, you, I have a eight-cup 
you know, water bottle. It holds eight cups. So I just drink one of those, fill it up halfway through the day, drink a second one. Number six is read 10 pages. I've been reading 10 pages of the Bible. Um, and, you know, I have a Bible plan that I'm following to read a Bible in a year. But I sometimes don't read that Bible plan because it's not 10 pages. So I have to find something else or I have to catch up on my Bible plan because I do find myself behind a lot. So yeah, I read the Bible for those 10 pages. And if not the Bible, I'll read a um, this book that I'm currently reading called Ego is the Enemy, which is a great book trying to, you know, change your mind on how you view certain successes in your life uh, so that you don't get too cocky or, you know, too egotistical so that you can continue to work hard and be successful without, you know, leaning on your successes, which is a great book to read uh, if you struggle with, um, you know, being cocky or uh, having too high of too big of a head on your shoulders, which I don't think I struggle too much with those. But even anyone who's successful in any right um, has to tone that down um, at least a little bit. So that's what I'm reading. It, it's helping my relationship with my girlfriend, with my family and friends, and even with myself and with God. So yeah, um, that's what I've been reading. And the last one, number seven, take a progress pick. This one's a little controversial in the challenge, and I can see both sides. One, you take a progress pick so that you can motivate yourself um, to continue getting better and seeing results in the mirror. But two, I don't really like it because, you know, you don't always see the progress um, physically, but, the, you know, if this is such a mental challenge, you should just care about how you mentally are changing the way you view food, the way you view fitness, the way you read, you know, and how much nutrition you're getting in your life um, and how much you prioritize, you know, physical activity. So taking a progress pick isn't really the main thing, but it is something that's in the challenge. I'm following it because that is the rules and I'll take it because it's still great to see progress at the end of the 75 days. But personally, like yesterday, I took my day 12 progress pick and I, I compared it to my day one and there's been no change. I feel tighter. I feel better, but there's been no change physically if you're looking in the mirror. So I'm like, mm, is this working? And that's what I don't like. It's working. Trust me. If you're working out two two days, two times a day, if you're following a diet, you're not eating um, a bunch of crap. You're drinking ten, a gallon of water, reading ten pages. That's all amazing. That's things that you want to implement into your life as a habit, habitually for the rest of your life, long term. Um, so you are doing better. But day twelve, don't see a difference in the mirror. That shouldn't bring down your, you know, your motivation for it. So I, I think that one's a little iffy, but it's part of it, and it is. It is important so that you can see progress because progress is important. All right. Those are the seven rules. Simple yet hard. I mentioned why it's hard. I mentioned why it could be easy, but those are the rules. Um, yeah. And now what I want to share is the resources I'm currently using in order to, you know, in order to keep myself recovered so that I can wake up every single day and work out two times a day and not be super sore and feel dead and tired. And to do that, you need to continue to um, give your body all the nutrients they need. You need to make sure that you're stretching, you're rolling out your muscles, and you know, you're, you're, you're taking care of your body. So something that I decided to do was implement two resources into my life. One was a supplement called creatine. I've never used creatine. I've only used whey protein, which I'm still using um, because it's a great way to get your protein in, get your amino acids in after a hard workouts. But creatine gives you that extra energy, that extra um, ATP that you need in order to uh, pull out more reps, put out more reps in your workout. So if you've ever worked out, you know when it gets extremely hard. Let's say you're doing 
uh, 50 push-ups or 20 push-ups. And on that 18th, 19th, 20th push-up, it gets tough because, you know, that's the most you can do in a set. The reason those are hard is because your muscles are no longer producing ATP. I mean, not producing, but they don't have enough ATP to get those reps out. And what creatine does is gives you those extra ATPs or helps you create more ATPs for those last few reps um, that help you do more work in your exercises. So what you can do is either increase your reps or increase your weight, which has been helping me a lot in my bench presses, my squats, you know, those really big compound exercises. And um, number two is I bought a Theragun. Okay. I've been seeing the ads and I don't know, it's expensive. I bought the mini Theragun a while back, but then returned it because it wasn't much of a, I didn't really need it at the time. I wasn't working as, as much as someone who really does need it. And it's a waste of money, really, if you're not really using it daily for $200. But with this 75 hard, I have been working out a little more before the challenge. But with this challenge, I knew I needed something to increase my recovery, uh, decrease my recovery time so I can get back into the gym as soon as possible. So I bought a Theragun. And they're awesome. They're awesome if you need them. If you don't need them, they sit around, they're a waste of money, and you can you need to return it or sell it on offer up. But if you're using it daily, man, is it a game changer. I used to go to the gym and have a chest and put out a chest workout and be dead sore for two days and not be able to work chest. Or if I decide to work triceps and uh, shoulders, it's harder to do that because my chest is in pain. But I push through it. But this way, with the Theragun, you do a quick 30 second warm up, you know, with the massage gun on both uh, on the on the muscle you're going to be working out before you do the exercise. And then afterwards, you do a two minute recovery massage on each muscle. And I'm telling you, I wake up the next morning and I'm not as sore. And it's a little it's a little trippy because in my mind, I've learned that if you're sore, you got a good workout in. Uh, but recently I have been at, haven't been as sore. So I'm battling with this thing where I'm like, am I working out? you know, heavy enough? Should I increase my reps? Should I increase my weight? What's wrong? Why am I not a sore? At the same time, I know I've implemented the Theragun, which has helped me be recover faster so that I'm not as sore so that I can do another workout in that same general uh, muscle area and not be in pain the whole time. So uh, yeah, I've been struggling with it, but I know it's because of the Theragun, not because I'm not working hard enough. Uh, but yeah, I'll update you on that. Am I working hard enough? I'll let you know on the four week check-in. But uh yeah, other resources I use is a big water bottle like I was talking about. It helps me get my one gallon a day in. Uh, the roller. So I bought this uh, roller for my back in order to, you know, bring out tension and, uh, you know, being not being stiff after work or in the mornings. So I know I'm 20 years old talking about stiff backs, but it's a thing. But yeah, so I got that. But that is also a really good roller for all my muscles on my legs when I do a good leg workout. Um, because in order to keep your muscles healthy, you need to make sure that you're giving them the right attention and you're not just leaving them all stiff and unstretched, unrolled out. And um, another resource is, like I said, whey protein, uh, because it's a great way to get your amino acids and protein in if you're not getting enough of it through your food. And another one is vitamins. Like a multivitamin is amazing in order to get you all the vitamins you need. Because when you're working out more, when you're drinking lots of water, you need to make sure you're replenishing your nutrients and vitamins because those things flee out of your body when you're making it work in the gym and um, drinking lots of water because that will strip some of those nutrients and minerals out of you. Cool. Those are my resources. And now I want to talk about uh, is the sustainability of it. So something that so I'm going to read through five reasons the 75 hard might not be sustainable long term. And I agree. Uh, but I'm going to read through these because I think they were very well said. I found this on the internet. 
Five legit reasons why not to do 75 hard. I, I, that, I don't agree with that. I think you should do it, but here's five reasons, 75 reasons why it, you know, it's not sustainable. The amount of workouts could increase risk of injury. Completely agree. If you're not taking care of your body, which is hard to, to do properly, you know, make sure that you're getting all the nutrients. Make sure that you're massaging and rolling out your muscles. Make sure that you're stretching and getting all the rest you need. Like Those are hard to do every single day. So if you're doing two workouts a day, it could increase your risk of injury. Um, you know, the rules are arbitrary and set by a marketer, right? So the guy who created this got a book and an app and you buy those things and it makes him lots of money. So of course he's going to push it and say that it's everything you need and tell you that if you can't do this, you're a failure because he makes a lot of money off of it. So yeah, it, it doesn't come from the best, um, the best res the best source, the, the, the challenge itself. But I'm telling you right now, there are too many, um, testimonies and, progress pictures that show that this works but i do not think it works long term right so i'm gonna get to that and um number another reason why it's not there's not a legit reason to do this is uh you can get results without doing this so you don't have to do this challenge in order to get the same results you can easily do one workout you know drink eat like 12 cups of water instead of a gallon not work out outside and, you know, make sure that you're just following a regular diet on, you know, uh, a caloric deficient diet where you're just eating less calories than you're uh, losing. And that could easily get you the same results. So it's true. But the whole point of this is to challenge yourself to see if you could do it. It's not something I think you should do long term. But currently, 12 days in, it, it feels good to challenge myself past what I have been doing for the last you know, three, four years, five years of my fitness journey. It's great to challenge yourself at some point to see if you can do this mentally, uh, physically. But I know that after this, I'm not going to do this again for a while. And it's not something I'm going to do, um, you know, for the rest of the year. I know I'm going to go back to probably one workout a day or, you know, drink just 12 cups of water. Maybe I'll keep drinking a gallon of water. It actually has been pretty good for my skin. Um, but yeah, so there are a lot of drawbacks, but I think really... Um, it's really good if you need to change the pace of things and you're, you've been stagnating kind of like I have. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys understand what this whole thing is about. If you need another, um, if you need to go back to see what the rules are, go to my Instagram on sky high rock bottom. I did post the image there showing you all the rules and yeah, come back for my week four check-in. That's going to be in two episodes and my week six check-in that'll be in about a month. And then the end of it where I'll tell you exactly how I feel. Uh, but currently, on a rating, a scale of 1 to 10, I feel great. Am I burnt out? Sure. Am I struggling? Sure. But nothing's going to stop me. <laughs> Except maybe a donut. Okay? A donut might ruin it all. Uh, but, you know, that's just because I'm addicted to donuts and sweets. But that's okay. Next, um, I hope you guys like this episode. If not, let me know why. DM me. And if you did, I hope you can subscribe, follow, and meet me on the next episode. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I'll see you on the next one.